Podcast Answer Man, episode number 211. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hey everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk, and you're listening to the Podcast Answer Man. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. This is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years, or if you haven't yet recorded that first episode, there's something we can all do to take our show to the next level. And oh my goodness, I feel like I have forgotten how to podcast. It has. It seems like it's been so long ago, at least our live show Thursday. And while are things crazy here in the studio right now, I'm not kidding you. Um, if you are at all interested in hearing a recap of, of my uh, experiences in New York City over the last week, I strongly encourage you to go to Pursuing a Balanced Life dot com again it's pursuing a balanced life dot com look for episode number 499 now as i'm recording this for those of you who are in the live chat room right now that uh that episode is not yet online it will be uh later today but episode 499 i recorded it last night it started at uh 11 o'clock in the evening i think somewhere around that time and uh, just had a great time sharing uh, all of the different people that I met, all the different events and how things took place. And and I will just say, just as a recap here for you in like three minutes or less, if that's even possible for somebody like me to do, is that it was an amazing opportunity that led to more amazing opportunities. Um, real quickly, I'll tell you that the, the talk that I did, uh, went extremely well. Um, I got to meet the, uh, co-founder and CEO of, of blog world and new media expo. And Rick actually on the very first evening that we were there, we had a very awesome conversation and I've been invited to speak at blog world LA in November. And so I am going to Blog World LA in November. Obviously, you heard from the uh, beginning of the show here today. I got to uh, meet and talk with Gary Vanknair Chuck, and uh, that was fun. And got to meet, uh, got to see a bunch of other people that I've known through social media for years, some that I've seen before, many that I had never met face to face until this time around. Um, so, so as far as podcast answer man goes, as far as my consulting business goes, it's it, just a lot of awesome things there, but then on the personal level and, and just hanging out with the gspn.tv community members and stuff like that, I had amazing opportunities there. All of it is recapped in like, I don't know, I think it's like 50 minute episode of, of, uh, pursuing a balanced life episode number 499. If you go and listen to it, uh, you want to hear, um, probably one of my, uh, podcast episodes that doesn't sound all that great. Uh, it's probably one of the the least audio quality, but still uh, is a demonstration of how things work. And another reason why you might even want to go check it out, even if you're not not interested in in the recap. I recorded the entire episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life, episode 499, 
on my iTalk application on my iPhone because I had my Adderall with me and had uh, didn't realize this until I was about two and a half miles away from my house that I forgot my SD card in uh, my iMac before I had walked out the studio. So anyway, and the crazy thing is, is, is I have more than one Adderall. So I don't know. I, I mean, I've got three of them, actually. Well, I guess two are Adderalls and one's a Roland R-05. But I just picked up the one that was closest to me and walked out the door. And unfortunately, I picked the one that has no SD card in it. So yeah, so it's recorded on iTalk. And uh, it, it, I mean, it still turns out pretty, pretty decent. Episode 499, PursuingAbalancedLife.com. And by the way, I'm very excited about that show. And I, I almost feel like I might need to do something special for episode 500. It'll be my first show where I reach 500 episodes. I say things are crazy here. And that's because, of course, uh, I got back from New York City and immediately turned around uh, after one full day of work and then headed headed out for a three-day weekend with my family at the Smoky Mountains. And then I came back and I've been working to get caught up ever since. And just last night I got caught up. And by the time I got caught up, it was 11 o'clock and it was 6.30 in the evening. Then I hung out with the family. Came back downstairs and decided to go out for a walk at 11. Got back from that walk. I was obviously energized and pumped up. And I'm like, you know what? I could go to bed now, which probably isn't going to happen. Or I could get up, you know, or I could uh, go ahead and do my show prep for the shows tonight. Or, yeah, right now. And so I decided to do that. I decided to do some, some, some show prep last night and ended up staying up until, I hate to even say it, 3 o'clock in the morning. So I do have questions set aside for this episode, and I've got seven of them here. We're going to start over the start with those in just a moment. But I want to let you know, I literally was in bed. Uh, let's see, it's eight forty. No, it's eight fifty right now as I'm recording this. And let's see, fifty. That so twenty five minutes ago, I was in bed. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't even believe it. I was in bed. And of course, it's live show Thursday. It's not like I can just roll in and record this podcast whenever I want. Uh, it's live show Thursday. And and so uh, I just barely made it. I think I, I turned on the Ustream camera at 8.31, one minute later than, than normal. But anyway, uh, I am delighted to have some great questions here. I want to let you know there's going to be some video highlights coming from my trip to Blog World. Uh, I've got some uh, some video of the community that I hung out with uh, on Monday, and then I've got uh, some interviews that I did uh, while in at the expo, and I hope that all turns out. I'm going to need some extra time to process all that video and edit it down. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, putting all that together, and it'll be a blog post on Podcast Answer Man or GSPN.TV for sure, or maybe it's one going to be one of those things that I'll double post to both places. So, anyway, let's get started with what this show is all about, and that's helping to answer your questions. We're going to start off with a question from Tony, and uh, Tony's got a question about Skype. So take it away, Tony. Hi, Cliff. My name's Tony. I podcast for my Jeep Cherokee website, xjtalk.com. I've uh, got about 25 episodes done already, and uh, one of the things I've noticed whenever I'm doing telephone interviews, the party on the phone or on Skype uh, can uh, overtalk me. And I've uh, seemed to have noticed on your podcast that you have uh, a priority, seemingly, over the person on the phone or Skype. So if you're talking, your audio overrides theirs. 
And I don't think it's because you're loud. I think it's because there's some technical uh, aspect of your equipment that I'm not aware of. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on this, but uh, it seems like to me that it, it doesn't matter whether it's Skype or uh, the telephone uh, connection through your uh, broadcast host. Anyway, I have a, a 40 MDX 4600, and I'm doing the mix minus on both my uh, telephone connection and my Skype connection. Now, I, I do not have a broadcast host, but seeing how you the audio drops on uh, on both uh, your Skype connections and your telephone connection, I don't think it's the broadcast host that gives you this ability. So I was uh, just curious as to how you're accomplishing that. Maybe it has something to do with your mixer. I'm using a Behringer 1622. So maybe it has something to do with um, me not using a Mackie mixer. Anyway, I'll be interested in hearing your response. Thank you. All righty, Tony. Thank you so much uh, for your question. And I'm going to be honest with you and just share that I have never really thought about your question before. I've, I've never really paid any attention to it. The way that Skype is behaving for me is the way that Skype has always behaved for me. And and uh, I don't believe I'm doing anything special. I mean, it sounds to me like you've got your mixer hooked up. You're doing your mix minuses. So you're doing very much the same thing I'm doing, which is basically taking your microphone and plugging it directly into your mixer, getting it gained up and, and uh, set at the levels that will bring your audio in in a, in a great way. And then, of course, I'm bringing the audio in from Skype, and I'm doing a mix minus as well. But uh, I'm doing the same thing. I'm just bringing the Skype into one of the you know the line in channels I, I, on my mixer. It's coming in on line thirteen slash fourteen, and uh, you know that is being processed through the uh, MDX forty six hundred compressor limiter gate by Behringer. Uh, that's coming through channel four. So it's it basically the audio is coming in from Skype going through the MDX 4600 and then coming into lines 13 slash 14 of my Mackie mixer. And the only thing I can think is that, you know, obviously I make sure that when I do the audio checks before I hit record, I make sure that they're hitting between 12 and 6 with the audio. And so I adjust that up and down with my slider volume control. And as long as they're hitting 12 to 6 and then I'm hitting 12 to 6, I, I think there's always going to be something where, for me, at least in my mind, my Heil PR40, the audio coming in from it can and should kind of, um, um, it, it, it should overpower the audio coming in from a Skype connection, although I guess maybe that's not always the case. Uh, the other thing that I could think of is that uh, sometimes Skype will do automatic noise cancellation and I'm not sure if you're using a Mac or not, but I, I have noticed, and, and I could be just completely dreaming this up, but I think I've noticed where the noise cancellation that happens on a Mac is sometimes different than what's happened on my experience in the past with a PC. But even in my PC days, when I was using like a little netbook or something just to, and, or an old PC to run Skype just for my Skype calls, even then I think I remember it always giving me priority but and again it could be the fact that i talk really loud uh because i do talk really loud um but anyway i'm thinking with this noise cancellation maybe it's because i'm pushing my audio down the channel that it's it's seeing and hearing my voice and giving it priority over their voice so it kind of cuts you know noise cancels them out and uh, not that that my cl not my co-hosts are the noise. Um, I think probably it's the other way around. But anyway, 
I'm not sure that I'm doing anything special there, Tony, uh, other than just hooking it up the way that you know that I'm hooking things up here, and and I hit record and I go, and uh, you know, it, it, you got me thinking, and I and I wonder, uh, I, I wonder if there's anything else that's going on. So my, my my suggestion to you is to just make sure that your audio levels are set right, and uh, understand that you could always keep your hand on the um, slider control for your mixer where Skype is coming in. And when you go to talk, you could always bring the slider on your Skype co-host or guest down a bit. And uh, obviously that would force you to be able to talk over them. So, you know, uh, manually adjusting the audio levels that way could help you out. We're going to move on to Ron, who is calling in about stats. Ron, take it away. Hi, this is Ron Miller of the Gotta Play Tennis podcast with a question for Cliff on the podcast Answer Man. Cliff, I am using Libsyn, which I believe you also use for your podcast, and I've noticed in my stats that it lists about 65 different countries where people are downloading my podcast. And I've been doing this for about two years now, and I'm really not sure what that means. Do I literally have people in 65 countries downloading this? I know tennis is an international sport, so I guess it is possible. But can you just shed some light for me and maybe some other listeners as to what those stats mean and how they really apply to the growth of our market? Thanks for everything you do. Great show. Take care. All right, Ron. Number one, I'm going to tell you, yes, those are real stats, and those are real human beings on the other end, at least we assume. I guess it's technically possible that some computers are just set to go out and scrape episode or scrape podcast feeds from you know listings and stuff like that and download them uh but but if you have i'd say if you have more than you know four five six different downloads from a country i I mean even if you have one i mean i would i would go ahead and say it's safe to assume that yes you have listeners in 65 different countries there's Matter of fact, uh, I, I love it because uh, it was, uh, I don't know if it was a year or so ago, that iTunes opened up uh, the iTunes music store for podcasting, uh, the di- podcast directory, to the BRIC countries. And, and of course, that just introduced an entire, seemingly an entire new world of people to our content in the podcast store, uh, our directories of iTunes. So, um, yeah, and and here's how I can tell you that I'm confident in that, and that is because when I first started podcasting uh, back in December of 2005, you know, my wife and I, well, my wife specifically said, you know, I I mean, she didn't think more than 50 people ever would listen to our show, and uh, we started getting voicemail and written emails from people in Hong Kong, France, Australia, all over the United Kingdom, uh, we've got, um, we got, uh, let's see here. We also got, um, Sri Lanka. We got, and I'm, and, and I'm thinking right now and I'm not going to turn my head. Otherwise, um, I will be off microphone, but behind me on the wall, I have postcards from Qatar, Qatar, Q, is it Q U A? Q-A-T-A-R. Anyway, Qatar. I've got. Uh, I, I've had clients hire me from Saudi Arabia to teach them how to podcast. They heard about Podcast Answer Man and listen. Uh, so yeah, all over the world, all over the world, and absolutely, uh, you are. Uh, they're saying it's Qatar. Is is how you say that that country in the Middle East? But anyway, 
but yeah, these people are are subscribing from all over the world. And what does the what do those stats mean? Well, number one, it means that you have a worldwide audience. And for me, what that meant was like, for example, when I say, hey, everybody, I hope that you have a holiday weekend. Um, it, I don't say those kind of things anymore because it's, you know, last weekend Memorial Day was not a holiday weekend for everyone. And so I will instead say things like, for those of you here in the States, I want to say happy Memorial Day to you guys. And, uh, for those of you in the UK, happy bank holiday, or, you know, if I, if I want to, or I could just say, you know, for the, everyone else just have a great holiday as well, or have a great weekend as well. Uh, so, I mean, you have to realize that you do have a worldwide audience, or I guess you don't have to realize that. There are some people who are clueless to this fact. But, um, you know, it, it does help to know who your audience is. And what I would recommend that now that you know this, you know, why not append at the end of your mess, uh, your podcast episode a little thing that says, hey, I was looking at the the stats of our show, and I noticed that we have people in 65 different countries. If you're listening outside of the United States, would you do me a favor? Send me an email, feedback at podcastanswerman.com and, and uh, you know, whatever whatever the the deal is, and ask them to contact you. Let them know and and ask that ask those people why is it that they're listening to the show? What what kind of value do they have? And see if you can build a relationship with those people. But um, and the other thing is, is is to realize with your worldwide reach that when you're promoting things, make sure that you're not, I mean, if you're, especially for those who are looking to monetize their podcasting efforts, don't only look to monetize things that can be monetized with the your US-centric audience. Um, and, and that's one of the things that, that you know, of course, equipment sales are not my main focus these days. I still do some equipment sales at podcastanswerman.com slash equipment, but I only do those on packages and I only do equipment sales for you know, as a service to clients who actually hire me one-on-one, uh, you know, outside of those packages and, and stuff like that. But for the longest time, I, there, wa- there was a period of time when I focused very heavily on equipment sales. And it was, it was a pain because I, I remember trying to fulfill orders in other countries. And it was very difficult with their, you know, their special taxes and all this other stuff that I, you know, importing and, and things of that nature, and and uh, customs was just a bear. And finally, I got to the place where I'm like, you know, I'm only going to sell equipment and deliver it to places within the United States. I, I will not, I'm not even Canada. Those are, you know, great people up there, but uh, I got burned once. I had to pay $140 in import taxes <clears throat> just because they accidentally uh, sent the bill to me instead of my client, and my client was willing to pay it, but they would never would send it, and then later I couldn't get a hold of that person, and yeah, so over time. But anyway, yes, what does it mean for you? Number one, yes, those people are real. They are listening to you in other countries, and number two, you have a worldwide audience, uh, and I would, I would do what I could to get to know those people a little bit better. So, Ron, hope that helps you out. Hey, a couple episodes ago, I shared some thoughts about creating a promo for a podcast. Do you remember me talking about that? Well, I told you it seemed like forever ago because I just looked it up online and it's uh, 210. So it was the last episode. Uh, It was uh, creating promos and an interview with Daryl Darnell. That was a fun episode. I just now remembered that one. So 
Go If you haven't listened to that one yet, go back an episode and listen to episode 210. But anyway, uh, last week or you know, well, two weeks ago, I was talking about uh, creating a promo and the fact that, you know, I really not done a lot to create promos. In fact, I even put it on my to-do list to get a promo created for Podcast Answer Man. And guess what I haven't done yet? <laughs> and it's not because I haven't been busy. Uh, it's still on my to-do list. It's just at the bottom of it. Uh, so eventually that will get created. But here's the thing. You know, you, you can say all you will. For me, it's about creating the content. You know, what, you know sometimes I believe that if we create content and, and we start being consistent with creating great quality content, that in and of itself is a great way to promote your podcast. It is a great way to, pro, and that's exactly what promo is, is for you to promote your content. And, and so, you know, for me, my, my method has always been create great content, create content that is entertaining, educational, encouraging, and inspirational. The other thing you'll hear me talking about is creating that can't live without kind of content where people uh, listen to an episode and they're like, wow, I don't want to miss a single episode of this. And it's been working, especially for Podcast Answer Man, because there's going to be somebody right now listening to episode number 211. And as soon as they're finished with this podcast, they're going to make that decision to listen to all 211 episodes of Podcast Answer Man. If that is you, and I'm talking to you right now, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Please listen in reverse order. Go back to 210, 29, 208. Go, go backwards through the archives. Don't start at the beginning and move forwards. Otherwise, you're going to get some old information that late in much later episodes, I decided that ah, I changed the way that I think about this product or service or something of that nature. So listen in reverse order. So, you know, of course, I haven't taken a lot of time to create promos. Uh, you know, The Hunger Games is another podcast that I could create a promo for. You know, but honestly, the Hunger Games podcast is growing. That audience is growing like wildfire. Father Roderick um, did an entire, you know, five or six minute discussion about our podcast in the break. And not because I asked him, because the content is consistent, it's quality, and it's out there. I didn't create a promo. I've got other people um, podcasting and, and talking about this. In fact, let me give you another example of this. Check this out. Okay, so I found this clip, and this is from Jerilyn, and she does a podcast. Uh, I think it's the Just Because podcast, or I can't remember right now. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll go to the end of this and and play the the name of her podcast. But check this out. This is a, this is feedback that she left for Stephanie's Full Time Mom podcast today. L- listen to what she says here. And I'm also excited that you mentioned you're doing a Hunger Games podcast because I didn't know that, and I am psyched because I read those books last summer, and they are awesome and there's a movie coming out so um i'm going to tell all my listeners to listen to the hunger games podcast because we've been talking about the hunger games trilogy for months and everybody's so excited about it so very good to hear that anyway keep up the good work guys bye all right so there you go that's jerilyn let me go back and see we can promote her podcast here we go Hi, this is Gerilyn from the Because Show podcast. Yeah, the Because Show podcast. So there you go. So there you go. Here she is. She's got her own podcast, her own audience. We have done nothing 
to create a promo for the Hunger Games podcast. Now, does that mean I'm not marketing it? Does that mean I'm not talking about it? And does that mean I'm doing a lot of things to market it? But creating a promo is just something that I have not taken the time to do. Now, check this out. I'm going to play something for you. And I want you to hear this because I remember when this came in. And uh, well, just just listen. Here's a promo. Hi, I'm Darcy Pock, chess coach and host of the Homeschool Chess Podcast. If you're at all interested in learning more about the game of chess, learning how to play chess yourself, or you'd like to teach kids how to play chess, I invite you to join me each episode as we talk about those topics and much, much more. I also invite you to check out the website, homeschoolchesspodcast.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening. All right, so there you go. Obviously, some production time went into creating that promo, and uh, and guess what? You go into iTunes, you will not find that podcast. And uh, one second, I'll pull up the website. Okay, and that was homeschool po- uh, homeschoolchesspodcast.blogspot.com, and it says here, blog has been removed. Uh, this address is no longer available for any blogs. Uh, so there you go. This this podcast never existed. Um, and and this is my example. Perfect. Uh, uh, <laughs> Daniel says homeschool uh, chess. That's a niche. It, it is a niche audience, and and it's actually a perfect niche audience. I mean, the, the, it is. A, you know, there's a ton of homeschoolers out there that would love to teach their kids the art of chess. Now, of course, it's it's a game that even I have never really taken the time to. To learn, I, I think I played a Star Wars chess computer game once and figured out, you know, where Chewie Chewbacca and and C three PO can move. But I I don't know how that translates to kings and queens and knights and all that other stuff. But anyway, so he he had he had a perfect niche and he has a perfect promo. But I'm telling you, episode episode number one did not exist, or if it did, there was never an episode number two. But if I'm not mistaken, I don't think episode one ever existed. But he did send me the promo. And so there you go. I've promoted his show, but that was years ago, and it still doesn't exist today. So my recommendation for you is is don't start with your promo. Start with your content. Commit, commit yourself to 10 episodes. And then once you're about 10 episodes in, then create your promo. I don't know. It, it's just my thought. But I, I just thought that was interesting. It was sitting here in my box and, and I've been meaning to 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 use that as a as a demonstration of of why creating content is so much more important than creating a promo. All right. Uh, we're going to move on next to Phil, uh, who has a very common question. One site to rule them all or one site per podcast? Cliff, this is Phil from Michigan, and I've got a question for the podcast answer man. I've been considering setting up a couple of podcasts. Um, they'd be somewhat related. The question is, what would be better um, to set up a few related podcasts under one overarching business site or to make separate sites um, that are unrelated to each other? For instance, you've got the gspn.tv organization, and all of your podcasts fall under the overarching a structure of GSPN, and each of those podcasts is under the uh, gspn.tv URL. 
on the other hand, Pat Flynn from the Smart Passive Income site has uh, the Smart Passive Income podcast, which is an authority site with a blog. Uh, but he also has tons of other special niche sites that are not part of the Smart Passive Income site. So I was wondering if you could speak to the two different strategies of authority versus niche sites, um, pros and cons, when to use an overarching network site such as yours, uh, or when to let the site stand alone, unconnected as niche sites. Thanks for your show and the thoughtfulness of your answers and, and your content. Have a good day. All right. So, Phil, thank you so much for your question. And it is a common question that I get not only on Podcast Answer Man, and, but it's also a very common question I get in my consulting and now in my podcasting A to Z course that, I, that I've been doing. And I just want to say this. Um, the answer completely depends on every single individual. And it depends on you use some keywords there. Uh, authority site. You used um, niche site, and you also used the word strategy, and it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. And 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 also, you talked about the fact of you know you know closely related shows. Uh, you also in, talked about possibly including this on a business you know site. Um, and so many different things. Now, obviously, I'm in the same position in that I do have my gspn.tv site, uh, which is my network. And I have several different niche podcasts, not all of them even closely related to each other. I mean, I've got everything from the Almost Daily Devotional and About the Church podcast, and I jump all the way over to Social Media Serenity and Business Tech Weekly. And then if that's not good enough, I also jump all the way into the other realm of the Grey's Anatomy fan podcast and the you know Twilight Saga fan podcast. I mean, so I mean, I, GSPN.TV is all over the place. But there's a there's with everything that I do online, there is a strategy. Uh, and I and I think about things sometimes. Sometimes I think about them for too long. But I usually take about two two to three weeks to really think about what is my strategy before I launch my first episode of my of of my next podcast. And when I'm thinking about those things, I, I'm thinking, okay, you know, who is my audience? Is is I'm am I, is the strategy here to build my network, or is the strategy here to build my authority in a niche? You know, with the Hunger Games fan podcast, for example, uh, this is a perfect example. I was not looking to make myself an authority on the Hunger Games. Now, will I automatically become an authority on the Hunger Games in the minds of many people who know less about the Hunger Games or for people who actually are introduced to the series of the Hunger Games as a result of me talking about it? Yeah, there are going to be many people who see me as an authority on the figure of the Hunger Games trilogy and the movie that comes out. Uh, so I'll be, I'll be their go-to person, but that's not my goal. That's not the intended purpose. The intended purpose of the hunger games podcast was to create another distribution channel of getting our message out, sharing another passion that we have and drawing in a new audience who are going to be searching for content related to the hunger games, who are going to listen to Cliff and Stephanie talk about the hunger games. They're going to enjoy the way that we cover it. And hopefully they're going to over a short period of time, 
get to feel like they know Cliff and Stephanie, that they want to know more about who we are, that they will hear us talk about our website and our other things like gspncommunity.com. They will get plugged in. They're going to not only meet us and have a relationship with us, but I'm going to plug them into relationship with other people who also love The Hunger Games, who also love a couple other shows that we produce. And they're gonna, we're we're going to assimilate them into the Borg, <laughs> pretty much. I mean that that's that's the goal. We are we want to assimilate, assimilate. Uh, no, seriously, we want to bring people into the community. That that's that's the purpose of the Hunger Games podcast. So if you go there, check this out. If you go to this, go to hungergamespodcast.com. All right. If you go there, you'll see that it's the gspn.tv site. It's just a category. And in fact, check out the last uh, sentence of the static information. It says, if you like this podcast, you may also like the Twilight Saga fan podcast, Family from the Heart, or the Full-Time Mom podcasts. Of course, we would love to invite you to check out our complete list of podcasts, which is a link to our complete list of podcasts. And then just below that section is the most recent episode of the Hunger Games fan podcast that they can start listening to. This, my friends, is all intentional. It's all intentional. And so if now if I wanted to be if I wanted to be the go to person on the Web, if I wanted to set myself as self up as an authority on everything Hunger Games related. I wanted to be taken super serious by every person on this earth. If I, if my goal was to eventually have my name pull up somewhere within the Wikipedia article on Hunger Games, I would not just create this as a category off of my site. I would actually create HungerGamesPodcast.com and it would be its own WordPress installation. Let me give you an example of this. All right. Go to virtual, actually, before you're, since you're still at Hunger Games Podcast, here's the one thing I want you to do. I want you to go to the top of gspn.tv there. That you're, that's where you're going to be. You're not going to be on that site. Hover your mouse over where it says browse our podcasts. Then go down and hover your mouse over where it says business and technology podcast. And then go over and click on virtual assistant podcast. Okay. Notice that that show is a part of my network. All right, and and it and it looks like this exists on my network just like any other show. And in fact, it says if you like this, you may also like the podcast Answer Man Show, Social Media Media Serenity, or Business Tech Weekly. Or we, of course, invite you to check out our complete list of podcasts. So I'm all about cross promoting these things and stuff like this. So this is if you look below that the static area, you see episode 38, the most recent episode, and it goes back and you can listen to it from here. But when I'm promoting this show. I promote not this category. I instead say, hey, head over to virtualassistantpodcast.com because I wanted to be seen as an authority on virtual assistants. All right. I wanted to be seen as a go to person for information for somebody who is just like me, a small to medium sized business owner. And so, therefore, I am. I am an authority on this because I want to give you the information. And I had it set up much in the same way as Podcast Answer Man. I'm going to be your virtual assistant answer man. I'm going to be answering your questions relating to having a virtual assistant. And I've got the resources. Any question you have, I can get the answer to. That That's going to be a no-brainer, no problem. This is a place I want people to go to for information about how to effectively make use of a virtual assistant to make our lives as a small to medium-sized business owner more profitable, more productive, 
just everything. We, we just want it to be easier, smoother. Learning how to delegate. What tools and tips can you use? So I created a, a whole different site just for virtualassistantpodcast.com. Another site, of course, is podcastanswerman.com. Same thing. If you were to browse through the categories under business and technology for gspn.tv, Podcast Answer Man is also listed there. But Podcast Answer Man is its own brand. It has its own site. And so it does have its own strategy. So there are times when, you know, I've got 14 other shows that have every, the only place they exist is on the GSPN network. Whereas I have a couple shows that exist, they have their own domain, they have their own brand, and 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 I don't and I'm not saying that the only thing that differentiates that is whether or not um, whether or not you want to be an authority in a particular field of interest. Um, there are other reasons, like I'll, and I'll just give you one other one, just real simple, and then we'll move on. Uh, but that is balancedlivingweekly.com. Go ahead and pull that up now. Again, if you go to gspn.tv and and you hover over the categories, you'll see Balanced Living Podcast, and then you're going to see Balanced Living Weekly there. But if you go to balancedlivingweekly.com, it has its own site. It has its own page. And it's not necessarily that I'm looking to be the uh, an authority in balanced living, because if I did, I might still be using pursuingabalancedlife.com as well as as my as a extended brand that has its own site, which, by the way, it used to, and I rolled it into the network. Um, but anyway, the, the situation is there is a very good reason and a strategy for why this podcast uh, site for balancedlivingweekly.com exists on its own. And it's because it's co-branded with Father Roderick Von Hogan, who has his own network of shows. And, and I figured, you know, we're, we'll have this neutral territory between the two of us. We'll both continue to promote this site, which will then, of course, bring people into our own networks respectively. So... Uh, there, there's always a strategy behind it, and the reasons can jump all over the place. And uh, my good friend Daniel Lewis uh, basically recently said, you know, I just recently changed my own feelings on this. I, I know he has his, you know, Noodle.mx, and and then he had all these different shows, and 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 you know what? There, there have been times when things have gone back and forth. Uh, there, were, there was a time that PodcastAnswerMan.com would have forwarded you, forwarded you to a category of gspn and uh not anymore no way uh i i am an authority in the world of podcasting and i plan to continue to be an authority in the world of podcasting and so there's no way that i would allow this site to just exist as a category that this is too much this is too important for me to to let it coexist with a bunch of other shows where it seems like podcast answer man is just eh, it's just something i do now, do I do a bunch of other shows? Yes. But until you get to come into my podcast, until you get to come in and listen to this and see how passionate I am and how knowledgeable I am about podcasting, I don't want you to come to my site and see that, oh, Cliff does this podcast about podcasting, but he does eight other podcasts and it's all on this site. And, you know, that just seems like somebody who's not focused. I, I'm not going to play around with this. So I, you, there's a lot of strategy involved. There's a lot of things to think about. And hopefully that helps you out, Phil. One site to rule them all or one site per podcast. It really depends. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving along, let's uh, take a call from Brent Green. And I think I'll wrap it up after this one. 
Hi, Cliff. It's Brent Green calling in from Kansas City. Got a question for Podcast Answer Man podcast. Want to ask you about the importance of artwork. I know it's very important. We just launched a new podcast, uh, Pursuing Your Calling. Initially, I wasn't pleased with the artwork. We went through three graphic designers. Then I, I found one that I liked. We re-released the podcast. Actually, we went ahead and released it because I wanted to get it out there. And then we put new graphics up there, and I feel like they're a lot better. Wanna, I want to ask you to speak to that a little bit, the importance of artwork. And then also, can you uh, could you even share some info on graphic designers that, that you know that do podcast artwork? I think there's a couple in, in the uh, GSPN TV community, but I'm not sure. So, hey, thanks, Cliff. I appreciate your help with this, and we'll see you later. Brent, thank you very much. Great question. And I want to say, first and foremost, I am a huge aesthetics person. And people, there, there are a handful of people who give me a hard time about this, and I don't care. I, I you know, call this is if, if, if anybody has any right to call me arrogant, I'm arrogant in my stance on artwork. I believe your site should look amazing. Your site, of course, you you hear me talk all the time about audio quality, right? Well, guess what? Your audio, audio quality means squat if people won't click on your play button because they're so turned off by the ugliness of your website. I, that's just the simple fact of it, especially when it comes to searching for podcasts in iTunes. You do a search in iTunes and it pulls up a list of podcasts. You click see all to kind of see a list of all the different podcasts. And I will tell you that eight or nine times out of 10, people are going to choose to click on a podcast based upon two things, because there's no player button in that list yet. There are two things. There's the name of your podcast and there's your artwork. And oftentimes people won't even look at your the name of your podcast if your artwork is ugly. You may think it sounds crazy. You may think it sounds superficial. And, you know, people people argued with me for the longest time about audio quality, you know, and and stuff like that. And uh, the, the truth is, is that people do care about this stuff. And and again, here's here's one of my favorite audio, clips about audio quality. Um, I think I had listened to them early on when they didn't have their sound quality and I had dismissed them because I'm really picky about my oh, sound. I love to hear that. I won't listen Did to you a, hear that, folks? <laughs> I won't listen to a podcast that has bad audio, even if it's very interesting. So that was Mignon Fogarty, also known as Grammar Girl. And that's her that's her words. I mean, I finally got somebody to say it where I did not coax it out of them. It just came up in nas- natural conversation. And I know this to be true. What she just said about audio quality is so true. But what I also know to be a fact is that the same thing is true about your artwork in iTunes, that many people won't even look at the name of your show if your artwork does not reach out and grab them. If it doesn't, or not that it needs to reach out and grab, but when they look at it, that they're not turned off by it. And when I mean turned off by it, that it just doesn't have a good visual appeal. And it sounds great. We, we all have been told we should not judge a book by its cover. Well, that's great. We shouldn't. I agree. But we do. It, it, it's a fact of life. And so when, when I come to somebody's website as a result of a Google search and I see that there's a player button, that's not the first thing I look for to see if their audio quality is good, which I hope it is. 
but the thing is, is the first thing that I notice is the design of the site, you know, and, and, I, and I get some people who give me flack for saying that I go to a site. Like, for example, you know, I, I have a wonderful pro- program. I, I promote them heavily all the time. I, I've pretty much sold, I'd say I've sold more than 200 copies of the software for uh, blackcatsystems.com. But seriously, go to blackcatsystems.com, all right? Blackcatsystems.com. Then go under audio programs on the right-hand side, or at least as I'm recording this on Thursday, June 2nd, 2011, click where it says Soundbite. Tell me that's not the ugliest website you've ever seen in your life. And, and it's got the old, you know, 1990s starburst for the pricing with a really cheap looking font uh, that says $39. Are you ready to plop down your $39 for this software? Uh, you know, probably not. And, 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 and it might be difficult for you. And the thing is, is it you bad artwork, bad websites does make this stuff difficult to sell it. And, and the thing is, of course, you know, you can overcome that by having great content that people talk about. It's like, it's an ugly set website, but so-and-so said this is the place to go. So I'll try it out. And that's literally what they have to do to click that play button to hear your totally awesome audio when you have a cruddy looking website. All right. So I believe web design, it is your first impression. I, almost every single time it's going to be your first impression. It's not like all of a sudden you're you're in a public place and and somebody's listening to your podcast over a loudspeaker and then somebody walks by and says, oh, wow, that's interesting content. Well, what are you listening to? I'd like to check that out. Oh, well, that's the podcast answer me on podcast. No, 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 no. They're 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 going to you know be told, hey, you should ch- you know you're looking for gear for your podcast. Go check out podcastanswerman.com. And the before they click the play button, they're going their mindset is going to be their initial reaction. Their you know those those first impressions are so important, so vital. The first impression that people will have is the look and feel of your site. Before they get the chance to hit the play button, they've already had their first impression, their initial reaction to who you are and your brand based upon your artwork in an iTunes research, uh, search result or the banner on your website um, or, or at least the overall feel and look and design of your website. These are very important things. And so um, are there people in our community that, that, that do work like this? Yes, my friend Daniel Lewis uh, does work and I think it's... Um, djosephdesign.com. Um, I also provide artwork for my clients. Uh, this is something I don't advertise heavily. I do f- uh, farm my work out to, to a team of people that, that I have create work for me. But if you want to go to podcastanswerman.com slash artwork, um, you can see that, that I specialize in putting together catchy, very awesome looking pieces of artwork for my clients. And uh, I do work as a middleman. My designs are not cheap. Uh, $250 for your 600 by 600 artwork for your podcast. It's all custom created just for you. And uh, $350 for a banner. I mean, so those those prices aren't cheap. You can get them cheaper somewhere else. Uh, I don't know that you'll always get the same quality, but obviously you can't get the same thing that I would produce because um, I won't be producing it. But there's some great, great things. You can go to logotournament.com. You can go to 99designs.com. You can go to a bunch. I mean, there's tons of places out there. But here's my thing. Folks, go out, spend some money. If you're, if you're spending, here, here, okay, here's the deal. If you're going to spend 
more than $500 on audio equipment, then consider putting down some money or at least spending a lot of time creating some great looking artwork for your show. And at the very least, at the very least, why not get, you know, like Photoshop elements and then head over to iStock Photo, get a background uh, that you can, you know, purchase and and uh, then put some really neat text and fonts on top of it. But even that, if you are not a graphics person, it's not going to look great. And I'm not a graphics person. That's why I hire out professionals to do the work for my clients for me. So um, if you are interested in having me design some awesome looking artwork for your podcast, uh, or at least me and my team, uh, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash artwork. All right, so that's going to pretty much wrap it up for all the questions I'm going to cover in this episode. I do want to let you know again that I will uh, hopefully have some time within the next week to process some video from Blog World, uh, put a little montage of uh, some things that happened there. Again, I'm very excited to announce that I will be speaking at Blog World LA. If you want to go ahead and and register for that event, just go to blogworld.com. Um, oh, you know what? Wait, don't because I know I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a promo code for that as well. So just make plans to attend Blog World LA, and uh, I don't know what the promo code will be yet, but I'll have a promo code for you. You'll get I think you save twenty five percent. I don't remember that either, but. I will get that. Anyway, so um, yeah, so I just want to let you know, uh, Blog World, uh, they're asking for the dates in the chat room. Let me check that out. I think it's November 4th, so Blog World, it's actually blogworldexpo.com. I'm glad they asked for the dates because I told you the wrong thing there. So blogworldexpo.com. And that says that it is going to be November 4th and 5th. Uh, Actually, no, November 3rd through 5th. So the conference is from the 3rd through the 5th, and the expo or the exhibits are the 4th and the 5th. So November 3rd through the 5th, I will be there in California as a speaker for Blog World. I am pumped up and very excited. I, I can't wait to... Uh, meet a lot of West Coast people for the first time uh, face-to-face. It's going to be awesome. And then, of course, I want to let you know my podcasting A to Z course, my second round, May of 2011, is ending tomorrow, uh, which is Thursday or Friday, June 3rd. Uh, we'll be wrapping up our five weeks together. Some amazing things are happening with my clients. And oh, I'm so I'm so happy because I'm in the next week, so I'm going to have some free time, and I'm going to be able to put together some great um, some great samples of what's been produced as a result of the podcasting A to Z course. And I have great news. It is, of course, being done again in July. It's going to start the second week of July because of July Fourth. I didn't I didn't think people wanted to start the Fourth of July. And, and go straight into a, a five-week class. But uh, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z, podcastanswerman.com forward slash A to Z, you will see all the information that you may want to know about this course. I highly recommend that you check it out. You get basically every video tutorial I've ever made You'll not only get every video tutorial that I've ever made, you'll get a guide each week. Monday, you'll get an outline that's going to walk you through every step of the process. And every Friday, you're going to, for five weeks, you're going to get a um, conference call 
where you can ask any questions you want there, and I'm going to stick around to answer them all. And then, of course, you get unlimited access for five weeks to ask me questions. If you want to ju- sign up, go over to podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z. Email me any questions you have at cliff at podcastanswerman.com. Until next week, my friends, I encourage you to join the community. Join the community.